0: Good Friday devotional for 2022 Isaiah 53 and verse 6 or we like sheep have gone astray. We've all turned to our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. We can only guess who Isaiah was thinking about when he wrote these words but there's no doubt who we think about when we read them. We see Jesus the one who takes care of our shady and sinful past by taking our sins upon himself. For early Christians, these words became the perfect explanation for what had happened on the cross on that fateful Friday. They had seen the blood streaming from Jesus' wounds. They had wondered how such a good man could suffer such a horrid, undeserved death. It all seemed so meaningless and pointless. But then they remembered Isaiah, and suddenly his words began to make sense in a new and a fresh way. Jesus' death had a purpose. It was all about forgiveness and release from sin. And as they realized this, what should have been called Black Friday became Good Friday, a day to remember the sacrifice of the Lamb of God, the one who takes away the sin of the world. And so today we can thankfully remember Jesus, who showed us so clearly in his life and teaching that the way to new life always leads through death. So we pray. Lord God, as we reflect on the work of Christ as the suffering servant, we who now benefit look back in hope from the other side of the resurrection. We grieve in remembrance, but not without hope. Give us your grace to enter with him into the shadow of death. And as we recall the words of the psalm, which became the cry of despair from the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We listen for your words of assurance and promise which follow. Amen. Now a passage from Dietrich Bonhoeffer's The Cost of Discipleship. There is a distinction between suffering and rejection. Had he only suffered, Jesus might have been applauded as the Messiah or the sympathy and admiration of the world might have been focused on his passion. It could have been viewed as a tragedy with its own intrinsic value, dignity and honour. But in the passion, Jesus is a rejected Messiah. His rejection robs the passion of its halo of glory. It must be a passion without honour. Suffering and rejection sum up the whole cross of Christ. To die on the cross means to die despised and rejected of men. Suffering and rejection are laid on Jesus as a divine necessity. Jesus made it clear beyond all doubt that the must of suffering applies to his disciples no less than to himself. Just as Christ is Christ only in virtue of his suffering and rejection, so the disciple is a disciple in so far as he shares his Lord's suffering and rejection and crucifixion discipleship means adherence to the person of Jesus and therefore submission to the law of Christ which is the law of the cross. If any man would come after me let him deny himself the disciple must say to himself the same words Peter said of Christ when he denied him I know not this man. Self-denial is never just a series of isolated acts of mortification or asceticism. It is not suicide For there is an element of self-will even in that. To deny oneself is to be aware only of Christ and no more of self. To see only him who goes before and no more the road which is too hard for us. Once more, all that self-denial can say is, He leads the way. Keep close to him. Now reading from St. Luke, chapter 23. Verse 44 to 56, The Death of Jesus It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, for the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and saying, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a man called Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man. Who had not consented to their decision and action he came from the judean town of arimathea and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of god going to pilate he asked for jesus body then he took it down wrapped it in linen cloth and placed it in a tomb cut into the rock one in which no one had yet been laid it was preparation day and the sabbath was about to begin The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. Now a reading from Michael Walker's book. Lord, help me sometimes to stand on the other side of the empty tomb, that, understanding Calvary more deeply, and I may live in the resurrection more fully. There was defeat, Lord, not apparent, short-lived defeat, but defeat that must have seemed final, permanent and irreversible. The gentle do not inherit the earth, after all they are crushed by the powerful. There was loneliness, Lord, and it should not have been. There were eleven who could have watched, but to pain was added the loss of friends whose loyalty had been promised on oaths stronger than death. There was pain, and no telling how long it would last. And there was death, to be endured in the faith that a resurrection would come. It was to come, but first the seed must fall into the ground. He was crucified, dead, buried. Lord, help me to stand on the other side of the empty tomb, for that is where some people have to stand, those whose cause is defeated, for whom justice comes too late to right the unequal balance those who see violence have its way and love kicked aside those for whom pain is not a refining fire a character building ennobling experience but a torment bringing fear loss and bitterness those for whom death is not a consummation but a tragic interruption and untimely end a bearer of grief Lord, these know in their bones a calvary I can only know in my imagination and in fellowship with them. Lord, help me to stand on the other side of the empty tomb, for you stand there now, visiting the souls who are in prison. He descended into hell. Their cause is yours. Ere their darkness you have shared, their suffering you bear. Behold my hands. Their death you have died. And in you, at the last, they shall live. Lord, help me to stand on the other side of the empty tomb. Sometimes. Changed by the suffering servant. 1 Peter 2.21 Christ suffered for us. This day calls us to reflect on the suffering of Christ. As followers of Christ the Suffering Servant, Christians are called to solidarity with all who suffer. The closer we come to the cross of Christ, the closer we come to one another. So three things to think about this Good Friday. How can our faith help us in our response to long-lasting suffering? What areas of human suffering are unnoticed and belittled today? How can Christians bear witness together to the power of the cross? We close with a prayer. Almighty Father, look with mercy on this your family, for which our Lord Jesus Christ was content to be betrayed and given up into the hands of sinners and to suffer death upon the cross, who is alive and glorified now with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen.